Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Morning, listeners. Good morning, Sydney, Victoria, Adelaide, and anywhere else that's locked down. <laughs> to be the rest of Australia, or at least it feels that way, doesn't it? I did see a post this morning from uh, ABC Northern Tasmania, uh, and it was tongue-in-cheek, and I thought it was a bit sad, to be honest, mm. saying that... Uh, we need to just stay here on the island while the big island sorts out their COVID troubles. That is and, a bit sad. And it's just that divisive yes. attitude and undertone, which I find really quite um, unpalatable. And uh, I guess, you know, that's some of the stuff that creeps in when people are under stress and, uh, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty as we've been talking about this week. So I'm sure many of you listening to this uh, are feeling stress and uncertainty, and we are privy to quite a number of stories amongst our community here at Tradies and Business of people who don't know what they're going to do in uh, a couple of weeks' time if they can't get back on the job, and even for the next couple of weeks, a lot of stress. So um, we don't have an episode planned for these daily updates. Uh, so, Coxie, I'm just going to jump right in here and talk about um, ways to perhaps lower stress levels in these sorts of situations. And in fact, we were just having a bit of a chuckle about um, different occupations that people choose. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a chat with um, someone who's uh, potentially looking to join the Tradepreneur program soon, who is an emergency department nurse. Mm-hmm. And um, that is an incredibly fast-paced, stressful, crisis-laden environment. Uh, And my wife uh, works as an occupational therapist in a public hospital uh, and, you know, dealing with sort of emergency departments and surgical units. And there's just so much going on and so many decisions to be made. The stress levels are incredible. And yet those people just go back and do that day after day after day. Mm. And sometimes I'm not sure how they (laughs) keep going with that because, you know, I get pretty stressed because the coffee machine didn't work properly this morning and I had to walk seven meters to my office uh, and it was a bit cold. So uh, it's all relevant though. Relevant? Yeah. It's all um, relative. relative. Thank you, Nicole. Wow. I'd stumbled on a word. That's how stressed I am. And I nailed it for you. Yeah. (laughs) You it's true though, stress is relative. I think that, that we all handle periods of stress very differently. And some, as we spoke about with the nurse yesterday, um, that kind of stress I handle well. Stress in an emergency situation, I don't know, my brain switches to a totally different gear. I have had a lot of experience, thank you, Blake, um, <laughs> a lot of experience with stress and physical trauma. Mm. So I don't know. I think it's a different part of your brain goes into decision-making around that kind of stress and trauma, whereas prolonged stress I think is a very different type of stress. And that may be that your coffee machine doesn't work. Sorry to giggle. That might be relative for somebody else. But 
there are prolonged types of stress for all of us at various points that we don't handle very well, that become all consuming, that become far too much for us to get through. And we just don't know how. So we stop or we freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess a time like this is one of those. And perhaps it's because we feel like we have the inability to make decisions around these times. And that's mm-hmm. the big difference perhaps. Yeah. That, that feeling stuck or yeah. trapped and, uh, I've certainly felt that way in my life many times. I'm sure you have, Coxie. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it can be everything from, uh, you know, seemingly smallish things around what the local council's doing um, or not doing mm-hmm. or right through to things that have that um, that bigger scale and bigger feeling of what many of us are, you know, enduring at the moment with lockdowns and, uh, you know, being forced to wear masks and those sorts of things, whether you agree with it or you don't, it's something that's been foisted upon us by somebody else. Mm. And that can be a really tough uh, headspace to deal with of someone's making me do something. Yes. Uh, Even if you agree with it, Mm. it's still forced and it's mandated or legislated or, you know, threatened. Uh, So, Perhaps for some of us, it's a it's a great opportunity to get some insight onto maybe how some of our staff members feel at times mm-hmm. uh, when we dictate what must be done without explaining why and how this affects others and actually making it make sense for the other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can really go a long way to reducing that feeling of being trapped and therefore the stress and the emotional reactions that come out of that situation. So anyway, I'm digressing a little bit, Coxie, which is You've one gone of off talents. on another branch. Yeah, no, yes. I mean, it is one of your talents, one of your many talents. I do agree. And, <laughs> and Said with your tongue shoved firmly in your cheek. <laughs> we do have an opportunity to share some of our tips on how to reduce stress or how to cope with stress or deal with stress or reframe stress so that we can push through some of these periods of time. And I think, first of all, it's to control the controllable. Mm. Find what you can control. And that might just quite simply be the way you're talking to yourself, what you're thinking about, what social media you're consuming, where you're getting your information from. Mm. It's a great place to start to slow down the concern, the worry, the stress, and the negative self-talk. We do it all the time. We don't even notice how poorly we talk to ourselves or how we spiral within our own heads and suddenly are feeling a little breathless and quite panicky. It's because quite frequently what we're doing inside our own brain without even really consciously acknowledging what's going on, mm. just flashes of thoughts that come left, right, and center. And believe it or not, you can actually stop it. It's the, it sounds ridiculous. It's, it's weird to do it the first couple of times until you understand the power behind it. And you can actually talk to yourself, become conscious of the, of the thoughts that you're having in your own brain, talk to yourself, say, stop. I've had enough of that thinking. Let's look around for something I can see, something I can smell, something I can touch to distract my mind just for that moment to shortcut that thought process that is just subconsciously happening for all of us all the time. Occasionally those in times like this when we're in peak stress and worry and concern, we don't know how to control what's going on around us, that spirals out of control as well. So, But it is the, one of the one things that you can begin to control. So practice it with me. Your brain's having all those stupid thoughts. Stop. I don't want to think about that anymore. And then look around. What can you see? Is it a, a window? Is there a breeze? Is there a bird making a noise that you can hear? Can you touch something tactile in front of you? 
um, a rug or a, a couch or a throw rug or something in front of you, the dog, the cat, your children's head, something different that brings your mind to that texture that you're feeling, to the smell you can smell or the sound that you're hearing. It will make a huge difference if you can use that in practice regularly moving forward. Is it okay if I touch my own head when I do yes. it? Yes, you oh, can because okay. you just got to think about what you're touching though. Yours looks all prickly. Yeah, it's, it feels very good. It's very tactile. So if you flatten it, will it actually bounce back? Has it got that much product in it? You didn't really flatten it. No, because if I do, it won't bounce back (laughs) because I wreck all of the styling that I did this morning in 17 seconds. Nice. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm joking around, as I often do, Coxie, which leads me nicely into, uh, I guess, another way to mitigate stress or um, crack the valve on the pressure tank and we all have our own ways that work for us for me it's getting a laugh out of people and I guess really and what I was going to say around this point is allow your emotions in a quote-unquote safe way or environment Mm -hmm. because when we when we Um, deny the emotions when we put a lid on them when we try and bury them in a box in the backyard they have a way of actually seeping into the (laughs) into the the everyday Um, and so I think it's important and look there's a there's a lot of uh, talk about this there's a lot of um, well probably rhetoric about this to be honest Coxie about, you know, it ain't weak to speak and we've got to, you know, it's, it's, it's actually tough to talk out and all this sort of stuff. And it's okay for men to cry and, you know, challenging some of those social stereotypes. And they're all, they're all very valid because having emotions is normal and natural and yet we've made it a, a bad thing. We've made it wrong to, to have emotions. Mm. And, you know, we're supposed to all just be, like moderate and everything all the time. Now, obviously it can go too far the other way and just being emotional all the time is not helpful for anybody. It's not healthy. Uh, There's a balance point like anything, Coxie. And I suppose allowing yourself to feel the feels is an important part of dealing with stress. Mm. Otherwise your stress levels go up and up and up and they become really chronic over time because we just become this block of wood that we claim we don't have those emotions and yet what we've just done really well is bury them and they can poison us from the inside out. I think I know a few blocks of wood. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, allow the emotions, have a cry. You don't have to do it in public. You don't have to do it in front of your family. And you know what? Sometimes that's actually okay too, Mm. because that helps other people feel okay about their emotions. Because when we deny our own, we actually make other people feel uncomfortable about having their emotions. So, you know, that sort of shared breakdown, mini breakdown, Adrian talked about it earlier this week on the podcast. Um, he did it in the privacy privacy of his own ute, uh, which is fine. But, you know, sometimes it's okay to do it around others. Highly recommend the shower. <laughs> have a few tears. It washes, washes the snot Why? away as it's Wash- coming out. <laughs> Okay, not often I have a snotty cry and um, it's, a, it's a pressure valve, right? Yeah. Yep. Having a flare-up with your partner or somebody at work or 
whomever is often a, a, a good thing if you use it in a constructive way because it gets out some of that frustration that you're feeling, releases that pressure. Likewise, when we have a good cry, there are plenty of other things we can also do to release that pressure, but sharing your emotions is certainly one of them. Mm. Um, talking is a good one too, Coxie. Talking's hard to do. It means that we have to be a little vulnerable. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, just to dig into that point a little bit, being vulnerable doesn't mean the massive outpouring and bearing all to somebody or everybody. Being vulnerable could just actually be saying, I'm really struggling with this shit. Yes. Like that's being vulnerable. Of course it is. It's just the, the beginning of the conversation. Having Being vulnerable enough to say a few words to get the conversation going. Most people are quite adept at continuing the conversation with you or once you are the person who's vulnerable, opening up themselves and sharing their own feelings around what's actually going on and it's okay to be scared. And I I know this sounds really flippant to say it's okay and it is. There's no other way really to frame that. Um, And we saw last night actually there was a post in the Facebook group. Uh, Amy made a post around Adrian's uh, episode and it hit me like a ton of bricks. One of Amy's superpowers and the reason that she's doing so well within the Tradingpreneur program is she's prepared to be vulnerable. She's prepared to seek advice. She's prepared to take the feedback on. She's prepared to tell us that she's terrified, but she's going to give something a go anyway. Can we just hold some space for her and help her through? And, and through that vulnerability, she's become braver. She's put herself in situations she wouldn't ordinarily. She's having bigger conversations about bigger issues with lots of people. She's shining a light for others to follow. And that's all come through the the opportunities to be vulnerable. And I think that if we can push ourselves to share and begin a conversation, we'll be surprised what we hear back. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, again, I think, you know, social stereotypes or, and, and look, we blame society a lot, uh, we being the collective we, not just you and I, Coxie. <clears throat> and a lot of us point the finger at, oh, well, there's all these stereotypes and norms and expectations and everything else. And yet that's being a victim in itself. Mm. We don't have to ascribe to those or to carry those out. We don't have to live those stereotypes just because they're there or we believe that they're there. Mm. Um, we can still choose to actually, you know, do what Amy's doing. But I think the other thing with it, and we talked about this in the systems um, podcast that we did a while back with Dave Jennings, uh, and this might seem weird to connect emotions and, uh, you know, being vulnerable with systems. There's, there's this tendency for us, particularly you listeners as trade business owners and small business owners, where, you know, people like Coxie and I will say, oh, to help with your stress, you need to be vulnerable. And straight away, we jump to what people do with systems. It's like to improve your business, you need to have systems. And we straight away think of McDonald's and mm. we go, well, I've got to have a business that will run with 16-year-olds and you know, fully, fully functioning and automated and everything happens consistently all the time. And we jump straight to perfection. Yes. So I, I feel like sometimes we saddle ourselves with these unrealistic expectations of what it means to be vulnerable yes. and that in itself becomes a reason not to do it. Mm. It's like, well, I can't possibly go on Oprah and mm. be that level of vulnerability. That's not what we're talking about. It's actually just saying to your spouse or your, heck, your 19-year-old kid or somebody, 
a staff member. It's like I'm finding this really tough at the moment, hey. And see what see what happens. Like that's it. You, I think you'll find that some of the people around you will stop and go, ah, oh, how do you mean? They're going to want to know more and engage with that because they're probably feeling the same way. And you give them permission to actually start to open up about that stuff as well. Absolutely. It's just as relative as stress or pain or any other things that you can't quantify. Um, you know, vulnerability for some people is just actually sitting in on a conversation, not even starting it yet, just getting, putting their toe in the water and learning how to be a listener. For others, it's, I'm finding it really tough at the moment. And then for others, it's, you know, leading through those conversations with many other people. It's, it's very relative and we all handle it differently. Absolutely. The other thing that uh, I'm going to chuck in here, uh, a bit of a curveball, Coxie, when it comes to stress and stressful situations um, and, you know, being, I guess, or having those feelings of being controlled or um, forced into things, uh, particularly during lockdown, I guess we're coming to you uh, with many of you stuck in a pattern that you're not necessarily happy with. That's certainly not normal, is to not let your health take a back seat or to slide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, jokes and humor floating around online about lockdowns and, you know, the crap that people eat and the the habits that we sort of slip into. Um, It's a it's an exacerbating thing to drink more alcohol, to eat a bit more sugar to have some more, you know, naughty foods or whatever, because it's almost that case of, well, why bother? You know, I'm stuck here locked in the house. And a lot of those things give us a bit of a feel good hit. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's known scientifically. There you go. Science with a capital S. Uh, But sugar gives us a rush chocolate, you know, all those sorts of foods give us a bit of a rush. They make us feel good. They're comfort foods. Um, they also don't do great things for our general state of health. They don't do great things for our sleep. So I think whatever your um, beliefs are, whatever works for you as far as being healthy, um, that can actually really support you with your stress response and, you know, eating healthier foods, just being careful with some of the stimulants like coffee and alcohol and those sorts of things. Um, Now's not the time to sort of, let that get a bit too sloppy um, because that will make stress worse and I guess make it harder for you to actually deal with it and manage it and do some of the other things that we've talked about, Coxie. I think one of the simplest things that you can do for you to immediately impact your stress levels is to take a walk around the block. Yeah. And it's something yep. we can all do. There's not many of us <laughs> that can't. And those of us that can't, even just sitting outside in the sunshine where you've got sunshine or, you know, just finding a way to, to reconnect with the area around you that isn't indoors. Mm. Um, I think, I think. correct me if I'm wrong, even in the most extreme of lockdowns, you can still go for a walk around the block. You might need to wear a mask or change it up a little bit. Don't do it in a small area around you. And you do have that opportunity. I That's one that can be taken several times a day if you need to. Yeah. Great for the kids as well. If the kids are at home with you, if you have kids, um, an opportunity to get outside and expend some of that energy is necessary. Mm. <laughs> Being uh, uh, homeschooling is um, is very challenging at the best of times. So taking those regular breaks can be good for everybody that's involved. 
And there's some things you can do, you know, mentioning kids, Coxie um, works for adults as well in, uh, in fancy medical terms, it's called sensory modulation or sensory regulation. Uh, moving the body in certain ways actually really helps to regulate some of those stress responses, which are hormonally and chemically driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the fight or flight or freeze response. And you can regulate a lot of those things. If you've got a trampoline, go jump on that as a grown up, you know, go, go take five minutes and just go bounce on the kid's tramp and tell me you don't feel better. Tell me you don't have a small smile on your face. Uh, you, you know, pulling wheelies on your mountain bike up and down the backyard or doing some bloody star jumps, get in front of the TV and do a bit of Jane Fonda or aerobics or something, put on the leg warmers. And You're you know. really talking from a, a male's perspective here who hasn't gone through childbirth and had a couple of kids and there's, I'm sorry, us ladies are not jumping on trampolines and doing star jumps. Okay, so swinging is also good. Uh, swiveling on your chair, going around in circles, that can also work. Uh, so maybe some non-impact methods as well, Coxie. Good idea. Uh, get your kids to bounce you on the trampoline while you lie on your back or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, that's a great idea. <laughs> but any of that sort of movement, um, particularly those rhythmic movement patterns, swinging, bouncing, um, you know, swinging in circles, whatever it might be, uh, they can, you know, really, really help with just a shift. You know, we talked in a, a bunch of episodes ago, I think, about um, changing our state. <clears throat> and obviously star jumps aren't going to work for uh, anyone who's, who's uh, you know, got kids. Well, not anyone. Some people <laughs> have kids. Some blokes, actually, <laughs> as well. True, true, true. But I actually was giggling before Coxie because I did 10 star jumps yesterday yes. online with you. Cause I was like, I'm feeling a bit pent up. I've been in the office for bloody 10 hours a day. And, <laughs> and you're like, do some star jumps was <laughs> please. For love God. Like, you mean follow my own advice? Yeah. Crazy. Mm. So yeah, move your body somehow. Maybe it's just some stretching or something like that, but you know, moving the body, as you said, Coxie going for a walk outside gets the double benefit of some sunshine and a bit of, uh, you know, fresher air on the face. Mm. Um, but that, that can also help with stress if you're feeling pent up. Absolutely. I've got one more superpower that I find in my experience works every single time for every member of my family. And I've got some pretty diverse personalities in my household. It's a bath. It's a warm bath. It is Mm -hmm. incredible what the sense of the warm water, it's almost like a big hug, cuddling you can do for your sense of security within your space right now. And it, we do it for our kids when they're rotten and grisly and it's at the end of the day we give them a bath because it helps calm them down. It works just the same for adults. So make some time to have a quick bath. It doesn't have to be long. 10, 15 minutes is plenty but it will really recalibrate where your sense of self, your sense of security, your stress levels are. It will make a big change to all of those. It's a bit of a, (laughs) I do get teased about this one, but from my children, of course, but it does work. And when they're feral or they're tired or they're hungover after a big weekend as adults, they get put in the bath. They think it's hilarious and yet it works every time. And if you don't have a bath, just flood the bathroom floor and, Tell them that downstairs neighbours that Coxie said. <laughs> Hop in the laundry sink. <laughs> you can you can get part of the effect from a, a hot cold cycling shower as well. So, you can absolutely. <clears throat> I guess the point, Coxie, is there's a number of things we can do to manage our own stress levels. I think the first step though is to recognise that we're stressed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be okay with the fact that a lot of us are freaking stressed out. 
Um, and then the next step is what's really important is, well, let me do something about that for myself and yes. for those around me. Um, there's a bunch of tips there. If you've got any that you'd like to share with us, um, head on over to the Facebook group, especially. Uh, mm-hmm. There's more than 2,000 other trade business owners hanging out in there. Um, they love to share and uh, they love to learn as well. So if you've got some tips on managing stress, particularly during lockdown, please do share them with us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can also drop us a message or hit us via the website and send us a, a message via the website. We get a few uh, people reaching out to us via the Traders in Business website. And we love to hear from you listeners. So wherever you are, whatever sort of lockdown or not that you're in, um, we hope that you're doing okay. And if not, um, please do reach out. Uh, we can certainly support and we can connect you up with some other people um, depending on how much support you do need. So uh Thanks heaps for tuning in and we'll be back in your ears again tomorrow, given that uh, it's going to keep going. Take care. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.